And a big thank you once again to all of our supporters over at patreon.com forward slash 878survivorfm. All of our production managers, Shane Murphy, Tank Dazza, Hawks Hammer, Ebbett Daddy and Cinnamon. Our producer, the one and only Red Freedom. And also a big shout out to all of our growing YouTube members at youtube.com forward slash 878survivorfm. Kenny Baker, King of Lobar, Cinnamon, Jake is Zero Cool, Raymond Normoyle, Marcin P2, Matt Z, Darkwing, Michael, Melbourne's Adventures, Petawetti, and The Greedy Peasant. All of you are legends who help the show go on each and every week. Thank you all for your support, even just by watching or listening each week to the podcast or the spotlight. We hope you enjoy this week's show. And we are live in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome to the spotlight, ladies and gentlemen. And this week we are shining the spotlight on the one, the only, the Mr. Rav Plays. Rav, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Mate, my apologies for last night. Um, uh, I'm too old to be scheduling fucking interviews at 2, 3 a.m. in the morning when I'm an old fart like me with a gap tooth. So this this works out better. I I stay up a little bit later and then yeah sleep all day tomorrow. Get my beauty sleep, which God knows I need, don't I? It happens to the best of us, mate. <laughs> well, you were just telling me, mate. What time did you wake up today? At two o'clock. Oh no, one o'clock. <laughs> two o'clock now, but yeah. So about an hour ago. Well, I've, been, I've been waking up every every half an hour to check if the uh, new update for Daisy's out. Ah, yep, yep, yep. So you don't you don't believe it'll be the nineteenth? You reckon it's coming um uh, this week? Why do people think it'll be the nineteenth? Um, Prestige did a video on it that um uh, international coding day um thing that they uh, were talking about. Um, he reckons he deciphered and found um, two S's, um, and his assumption is that one of the S's means um, September, and the other one is S is the nineteenth letter of the alphabet. So his guess was September nineteenth. Either that or they're adding yeah. SS Guard uniforms to the game. I mean, it's a bank holiday, so I'd like it to be. <laughs> My audio is a little bit low, is it? Okay, give me one sec, Luke. Uh, what about now? How's that? Is that better? Maybe move the mic in a bit. You'd think after all this time doing um, the podcasts and interviews, I'd have my shit sorted, wouldn't you, Rav? You'd think so, but um, the other day <laughs> I just realised I had my mic configured entirely wrong and basically ruined an entire recording. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. It, that, that's the, the curse of being a content creator, mate, um, when things like that go wrong for you. And there's so much that can go wrong. Um, but, yeah. So let's find out a little bit about you, mate. Um, how old are you? I'm um, 20. 20? You're a young'un. Um, my, yeah. my, my son's older than you. Fuck me, I'm old. <laughs> That's crazy. He's 21. Um, so, yeah. Um, got a missus? Uh, yeah, I do. Nice work. Any plans on our children getting married or just going to stay footloose and fancy-free for a while? Well, I'm in uni at the moment, so... 
So probably just keep it how it is for the time being until afterwards. What do you study? Uh, I study esports production. It, wow. Wow. Okay. That, that Well, that kind of makes sense with um, uh, you know, your goal of setting up um, events and so on um, in the competition. Oh, sorry, in the community. So, wow, that, that's that's really exciting, mate. Well, um, tell us a bit more about that. Um, it's pretty good. It's like one of the the only few courses in uh, in the country. But um, you, you know the Commonwealth Games, right? Yep. Actually, as part of the course, we got to work there the, the other the other month. But the, the, the Commonwealth team, Games, everything. for those who don't know, is um, basically like the Olympic Games, but for members of the Commonwealth nations. So the rest of us actually get to win some medals because China and um, America and Russia aren't invited. But they uh, they do esports there now. So this first year, so they invited us to sort of sort of work there. Really good money as well. What 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 sports? Are they, what games are they going to be um, showcasing? So uh, they were doing Dota, um, yep. Rocket League, and then eFootball. But um, the eFootball was basically because they don't, it's like their first time doing it, so they can't get the FIFA license. And they do uh, Dota because League of Legends is really funny. Uh, not League of Legends, Riot. It's quite funny about giving out licenses. And they don't do Counter-Strike because it's too it's too bloody. Like, this is like a family. Loads, uh, loads of people watch the Commonwealth Games, yep, don't they? So they yep. can't, can't air it on TV if it's got, like, that sort of violence in. But they've got boxing. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. This is the world we live in, mate. Certain things are, oh, no, no, that's for voting. No, you can't do that. But other things are perfectly okay. You know, two men jumping into a ring and beating the living shit out of each other. That's fine for uh, good fun family entertainment. But a bunch of uh, young kids playing um, a video game? No, 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 no. Did you see um, Silo Entertainment got um, uh, demonetized, mate? Yeah, I saw your retweet about what? it. Again, this this world we live in, man. And you know, like, like I said, I, I'm interested in your opinion on it. Um, but that's fucking scary to me, man. Yeah, you know, oh, have you ever watched any of his videos, his airsoft stuff? I I used to watch his Daisy videos, but I, if I'm not wrong, I'm, he only does airsoft videos now. Yeah, have you ever watched any of them though? Yeah, yeah, I have. I have when he yeah. first they're, made the transition. They're quite they're quite fun, aren't they? Yeah, you know, uh, obviously yeah, you've got so. to have some sort of interest in, you know, sort of LARPing as a soldier and running around with toy guns and shooting pellets at other people and that. Um, I've never played airsoft because it's illegal here in Australia. Um, but yeah, we've really? got pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you play paintball at least? Yes, we can play paintball. Um, uh, but um, airsoft is you know they, they look like real guns, so that's really really scary. So no. Yeah, that's that's illegal here in Australia. But yeah, YouTube just go and demonetize his whole channel with little to no communication other than a message in his YouTube studio and probably an email. And he can't even get on the phone to someone to talk about it. You know, someone didn't even call him and say, "Hey, look, you need to make these changes or whatever." They that is that's just so scary as a content creator, isn't it, mate? Yeah, I can imagine that's his his livelihood, and that's just gone in an instant. Yep. Yeah, you know, I know he um, has his own branded stuff, and you know, he's been quite smart and built a bit of a, uh, you know, a, a name brand in the airsoft community. Um, but you know, like I said, mate, you know, what what next? Are they going to start cracking down on violent video games? Um, yeah, you know, I, I I even hate using the word violent video games. Um, you know, on combat related video games. Um, but you know, Daisy would be. You know, you look at some of the stuff that people do in some of these videos, and it's it's pretty. 
you know, out of context, it's pretty crazy, but it's just people having fun, having a laugh. Uh, but if I remember, if I remember, there was an issue with I think it was in Australia with Daisy yep. with uh, with something to do with morphine, wasn't it? Uh, marijuana, 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 right? Um, because it was in the game files, and yeah, so they uh, actually Daisy was technically banned for a little while here, and uh, they managed to um, get that resolved. Um, but yeah, it was just. Yeah, the, the things they allow and then the things they don't allow, it's absolutely crazy. But we're, we're getting off topic as I uh, want to do, mate. Um, we're finding out more about you. So eSports at university, how long has that course been going for? Um, it's only been going a lot. Well, the one that I study has only been going on for uh, two years. Yep. Uh, but I think there's some of us in the country that have maybe been going on a little bit longer. Who, who do they get um, to teach those courses? So um, we have one guy who, who works in like um, the National Game Museum. So he knows all about like the history of, of all of it. Then we have one guy who's just like in the in the role. That's what he does as a job. Like he works on esports events. Yep. Uh, one guy who's just, he's just, because they teach other stuff as well. They also teach like, um, like Photoshop, like mm-hmm. content creation. So there's one guy who's just really good at that. And then um, there's this one guy, who, guy who is, is not really anything to do with esports. He's more of just like a, like an academic person, so he, he teaches about how to be professional, like those sort of skills. So they only have four lecturers for it, but it's not that big of a course. How how valuable is the uh, stuff? You have you learnt any really good tips and tricks from them? Yeah, I would I would say so. Yeah, see, they teach um they teach Adobe, which I don't use personally. I know a lot of the stuff already, but yeah. um they also teach loads of practical stuff. So. Just stuff that I wouldn't have touched before, like setting up like setting up like the LEDs, the green screens, these big sort of performance stuff that I just don't have access to or the budget for. But yes. uh, hopefully one day then I'll be able to like sort of include that in my own sort of productions. And you get to meet loads of like like minded people as well, which is just really useful in general. Any other um uh sizable content creators um on the course? Um no, but there's like there's someone who's like really big in the um, PUBG mobile scene. Like he's been setting up events for for that. Yep. Um, like a hundred like with hundreds of thousands in prize pool. So he's quite doing quite well. There's somebody who works for Blizzard already. Like there's some quite successful people in it already. I'd say. Breaking new ground, mate. Getting to do a course. It's um yeah. You're basically your the second um uh what are you in your first year, second year, third year. So I just I start my second year uh, in a couple of weeks. Yep. That's awesome, mate. Keep us updated on that. I'm really, really curious to hear how that um, pans out for you. Um, bugger off, mm-hmm. David. Um, no, I didn't fall asleep on the sofa. <laughs> I've done that before for the podcast, mate. I wake up early, get myself all set up, and then go, I just go have a little nap on the couch, and then it's like 7 o'clock, and I'm like, fuck, I'm late. Oh, God, I've missed it. So, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit of a running joke for me. Um, what what else do you do in your spare time for shits and giggles, mate? What do you do for fun? Um, I mean, I'm at uni, so I go go out partying quite a bit. Yep, good boy. Quite good a drinker. Boy. You're only young once. <laughs> um, then obviously I spend most of my time playing playing Daisy or any free time I can get. Um, or I just I just like I don't know. One of the uh the things that me and my mates start doing is just going to like other towns in the country mm-hmm. just. See what's like, like exploring, traveling. I quite like traveling. So yep, 
So just traveling. Um, but I, I tend to spend all my time, all my free time playing Daisy, because it, it is quite time intensive just, to make oh, a video. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, whether it be a scripted one, such as your tips and tricks videos where you've got to go in and record the footage, your myth-busting ones, or even, you know, they're probably a bit easier than the gameplay ones uh, because the gameplay are, ones, yeah. you can spend, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 hours and not get anything suitable. You've just got to get lucky unless you're going to make a scripted con uh, video. Um, now, you were telling me before you uh, started, mate, um, um, that you played back in the mod days as well. Yeah, yeah, when I was when I was really young. Yep, a real, uh, a real squeaker, maybe? a real squeaker, right? Yeah, a, a very squeaky, <laughs> extremely. <laughs> I, I remember my I have a sister like just sixteen months younger than me, so we're very similar yeah. age. And my my grandma would always call the phone, and I'd pick up when I was a kid, and she would always think it was my sister, <laughs> and it break my little heart. But I was I was a squeaker, yeah. <laughs> did, did you do you have any footage from back then did you record any videos or that was before you started you know what? i think i have an old old channel i can see if i can find it oh please do i've got to hear squeaker rap i've got to hear squeaker rap uh, we'll play it on this on the uh stream if we can um if you could find it um that, I, found I, the channel. I i just i love seeing the evolution of creators as well um you know i don't know about you but i go back and i look at the um, stuff I first made when I first started making videos back in about 2015. Um, there you go. It's in uh, it's a Minecraft video. It's in 2014, so it's not actually that long ago. Eight years ago. So what, I was 12. Where'd you put it? In the, uh, the spotlight chat. Yep. Give me one sec. Hello guys, welcome to another video, and this is Total Energy Gaming here. Oh my Today, god! Episode 1 of Facts and Tips, I'm going to show you how to make a regeneration uh, wall that regenerates. Yeah, you heard it, it regenerates when it gets blown up, broken, or whatever. So first you're going to need cobblestone, and then you're going to need water, and lava. Basically, this is just... I'm I'm sorry, mate, but I've got a side with your grandmother. <laughs> I've got a side with your grandmother. That is one hell of a squeaker voice, mate. Oh my god. Hey. Oh wow. That I I was literally it and you because you've got quite a deep voice now, mate. Uh, I guess so. Oh look, I've heard people um, who are, you know still have a higher pitched uh, voice than you, mate. You've got quite a quite a lovely voice, almost soothing. Some could say. Uh, Roy Beers asking in chat, "How's the video coming along?" Of which you showed off here uh, the intro the other day, Rev. Um, so the plan is to have it out by Saturday, maybe Sunday, depending on how hungover I am tomorrow. Yep. Um, it's coming together nicely. I'm really enjoying making it. Um, got all the footage for it now. Need to put it together. Finish up the final bits. Just sharing that um, uh, channel with people so they can go in and check it. How many videos you got on there? <laughs> uh, five videos. Minecraft, uh, Faction Tips 1 and 2. Um, how to upload a customized thumbnail. Uh, quick and easy. Um, so even back then, mate, you were uh, giving people tips and tricks. Uh, Actually, it used to be really difficult to upload a thumbnail back then. Yep. OP prison server review. 
Yeah. Wow. Basically, just copied my friend uh, yeah. who was in my class in primary school. He made this similar sort of videos. So I just hopped on it. That's awesome, mate. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad you haven't delisted the uh, channel. Um, it always makes me I, sad. I, 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 I don't think I could access it, even if I wanted to. <laughs> what does the about section say? Absolutely blank. Oh, such a crime, such a crime. I would have loved to have known what your ambitions were when you were, you know, knee-high to a grasshopper and started off um, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and wanting to be the next PewDiePie, I imagine. <laughs> so, yeah, um, <clears throat> going back to uh, Daisy Mod, um, what did you think of it when it first came out? What got you playing it? What what were you another one like the most of us who you know saw a Frankie video and went, "Wow, that's fucking amazing!" And that was it exactly. Saw Frankie playing it. Yep. Um, got it on my mum's laptop. Booted it up. Started running around. I think Daisy Standalone had just came out when I started playing the mod, but my laptop mm -hmm. couldn't run it, so I was playing yep. playing the armor version. And the armor version was a lot more popular than the mod than the standalone for for a very long time. Um, so I was playing the uh, the armor two version probably in twenty fourteen or twenty thirteen. Um, and yeah, I loved it. I, I still remember the first time I logged on, spawned in Electro. I met this guy called Dara, this Irish guy. Mm -hmm. I played with him for for a couple of years, and he showed us, let me into his clan, and everything. I got quite lucky where I had a had a good start. Who knows if I'd still be playing it if I just got killed over and over again. No, it was I, one of those uh, overblock servers. I think I maybe have an hour or two, um, and I couldn't even work out uh, the inventory in the game. Um, <laughs> even after all those videos of Frankie's I'd watched, I was just like, what the fuck? Um, and then Standalone come out, and um, yeah, um, I think in February uh, we got a uh, gaming laptop and, yeah, started playing on that, and you know, here I am now interviewing people who are much better at uh, making content than I am. I was checking out your uh, YouTube channel, mate, and you've had some absolute banger videos. Thank you. Thank you. Like some that have really, uh, I think your most viewed video was 700,000 views. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So you're still yet to crack that mystical million, Mark. Still, yeah, hopefully one day. But it's it's the ones that um that really stand out are your tips and tricks videos. They're your top two. Yeah, you know? they do extremely well. Yeah, and yeah, it, again, you know, I I love to bring this up, but um, you know, we I interview predominantly people who are Daisy and you know, dead game, and yet you know, a year ago, in one year, seven hundred forty-one thousand views of two hundred and one must-know Daisy tips and tricks that still work in the game. Yeah, it's not a dead game by uh even if you look at the Steam charts, there's still loads of people playing it. I mean it's at what I don't know about right now, but a few months ago it was at its peak ever, wasn't it? In in terms of concurrent players. Yeah, so forty one thousand people in twenty five hours. That yep. That's gotta be in the top twenty on Steam, surely. Considering it's like nine years old, far from dead. Usually I find it's, yeah, it's 24, 25, I was about to say. So, yeah, and again, I love looking at this, mate, because you've got Payday 2. How old's that fucking game? Um, 
War Thunder. Is that, that's still getting players? Sorry? How many people still play Payday 2? 33,000 right now. No way. Counter-Strike is still up there. That old Dota 2 is an old game as well. You know, it's not a, a fresh game by any stretch of the imagination. Um, PUBG, you know, five years old or so. Even it, Team Fortress 2. Rust. You know, all these old games that um, just keep on killing it. With all the technology and advances we've had, mate, is, is this something you used to talk about in the degree at all? Um, we talk about how Counter-Strike is still like, at the top after all these years quite a bit. Yep. That's the best example, really. I mean, look, it's at the top 700,000 players, and it's what, technically, like a 30-year-old game or 20-year-old game. Even just look at the total hours played, 477,000. Is that, that's, in, that's in the last that's just, 30 days. Oh, sorry, 477 crazy. million. Crazy. Absolutely insane. I don't know if Daisy's numbers will ever go any higher, but I think they're at a good level. Yep. Yeah, peak, peak in the last, um, just under 50,000 peak players. I think that's bloody amazing. Um, and I mean, what's crazy... It does better than Armour 3, right? Yeah. I mean, even though it gets less love, maybe, from the developers. Armour 3 is not even in the top 50. Mad. Not in the top 75. Not even in the top 100. Gum has more people playing it than Armour 3. Really? I haven't played that game in ages. Uh, have I just missed it? It's got it's got like a it's got like ten thousand people playing it, eleven to twelve thousand basically. Armor three does. Did you just uh, search it directly? Yeah. I must yeah. have missed it somehow. Battlefield 5. Yes, 72. Armour 3 72. Okay, so no, 72. Scum. It does have more than Scum. 72, there it is, yep. Around the Sims, Fallout 4. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, like you said, mate, um, uh, yeah, Daisy, just... Keeps on, um, yeah, you know, the, the, you said about the devs, mate. It always makes me wonder. It's not so much uh, the devs, uh, BI, um, why they yeah. don't, um, give more love to Daisy, you know, but why, why they haven't done a DLC, um, another one. That's what I'm thinking. You know, Devonia must have made a decent chunk. You, you, you kind of wonder, do they not like money? You know, the, the, especially if they made um, compatible for console, they, they'd make a monster. Yeah. Exactly, because if you think on console, they only have the choice between Jonas and Livonia. We have the luxury yeah. on PC where we can play DIY and, and, on the mouse. The, the modded variations like Zagoria and things like that, which is amazing exactly. what they're doing um, with, with what they do have access to on console, but yeah. I'm, still, I'm still dealing with um, your voice in that um, 
uh, video from years <laughs> ago. That's that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Um, so what did you think of standalone? How, when did you finally get to start playing it? Uh, can't. I, I I played a bit of both. So I played. I hopped onto standalone, and I I didn't like it. I remember getting spawned in inside of a rock, and I couldn't oh. escape. Yep. So I just I was like, I'm not playing this. I'm going back to Armor Two. And I played Armor Two for a lot for for a while until I finally got into um into a Daisy roleplay server. It was called Daisy Aftermath. It, it's yep. not the same Daisy Aftermath that's around now. Yep. It was a different one. Um, and I played that, made some friends on there. And, um, I don't know when I played that. I think I actually made some videos on there, but I, I don't know where the channel is for that. And and I'll be unlisted. But no, I played Daisy Roleplay. Then that eventually shut down. I started playing on a Daisy Underground and Daisy Village. Those were the servers that they were basically the only popular servers at that point in Daisy. It was like two thousand players playing a day max, so I didn't really have any choice. But I, that's how I got into standalone, and I, I quite like those servers, so I continued playing. And eventually, I was playing Rust as well on the side, but mainly Daisy. And eventually, uh, Daisy updated in it to the the version we know now and popular again. That's one guy I really miss in the community is barely infected. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever happened to him? Um, he, you know, just life. Um, pretty much that's it. Um, <clears throat> you know, even as Mondian's got a fucking video up, um, the village in a nutshell, Daisy Village. Um, for those who don't know, as Mondian does have a YouTube channel, he just rarely ever plays it. Um, but yeah, I, I used to play the village as well, even back in the day. It was just. You know, even for the ping, it it was uh, an amazing server. You know, um, the, the, you know, it relied on a lot of good faith. Um, people, you know, not to use uh, third party. You know, Teamspeak, or I'm not even sure if Discord was around back then when the village first came out. Um, but yeah, it was just it was a great experiment. Yeah, you know, it was only meant to last for I think when um, Renee first released it um, with Spaggy. It was only meant to go for a, a, a month, maybe a week, um, but it was, it was just, a week. It was just that popular; it never died, and it's still going to this have day. Little, have a little montage on it because I was a little shit. <laughs> Daisy 20, 2017, yep. Bandit Life, Daisy Village. Yeah. Yep. So, what made you start making um, Daisy videos? God knows. I think, well, I've always been making videos since I was young, as we've just seen. Um, but now I think I just thought, quite enjoy Daisy. I just started basically, apart from these two, I tried to do a series on the village at the very start of my channel. Um, but now I just started uploading um, montages. Mm -hmm. Just a of kills, stream highlights. And then um, slowly turn into guides. But they were more like, well, like memes. So I started with a few memes. Uh, this was like basically how to fly, but I was doing it in like sort of a jokey way of like Daisy's Apollo program, but you could fly using tires, which was yep. kind of kind of a tutorial, I guess you could say. And then I just that got a lot of views or irrelative. It was like, it's only three point seven k, but but back then, size of my channel, I thought that was really good. Um, and then I saw that did well, so I made made another video, which was a guide. There were there were more glitches than guides, to be mm -hmm. fair. Yeah, but then um, I just started started with the guides, and they started doing well, so I made a few more. 
and eventually mixed it up with a couple uh gameplay videos as well mm-hmm. and you've kind of evolved to um you know you've, you you do do a bit of gameplay stuff but most of your stuff um um especially the successful stuff is around guides to the game now mate tips and tricks and stuff like that yeah so my plan upon because obviously i took i took quite a significant break my plan was to come back with just just guides because i knew i could manage them weekly and and they'll do well because you've got to get that momentum back don't you yeah um, so i started with just guide after guide after guide and the plan now is to try and do because a guide i can put together in a couple of days if i just just focus put get my head down so the plan is to do a guide every other weekend and a gameplay video every other weekend but like stagger them so it's still weekly uploads and then that <laughs> almost gives me two weeks to work on on a gameplay video and what about streaming so maybe 11 probably unless i'm doing like events um or participating in events probably not gonna gonna stream yeah because it just takes up too much time yeah and there's, there's so many other great streamers that I don't think I can even compete when it comes to that. I'm just going to stick with making the videos because that's that's what I know does well for me. Yeah, even with that big gap you had there, you know, um, um, over a year um, ago for your video, then three months ago was when you started again. And you've just come back with a vengeance. Um, you know, still not quite the massive views you've got on some of the older videos, um, but it's pretty much on par with what you were getting for most of your videos on average. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it does. It, you can take a break um, from content creation if you can. You know, obviously, if you're doing it for a living, that's a different story. Um, but you can take a break and then come back. And you know, your first video back thirteen thousand views. Second video back one hundred and thirty-three thousand views. That's awesome. The interesting mate. thing, ab- interesting thing about that video is actually it took a while to pick up the uh, the two hundred and two plus tips and tricks. Yep. Like that that's what that was going to be the video I led with, but I saw the update came out, so I just threw a video on that quickly. Then a couple of days later, I uploaded the uh, the two hundred two tips and tricks, but it didn't get many. It was on like five thousand views in the first week, but after I started uploading the other ones, then that one, yeah, so I got some more traction. Probably my favorite so one think... you've done though, mate, is this one here: the complete Daisy backstory, a Daisy lore. Yeah, I really enjoyed putting that one together. How hard was it's it? It's quite difficult. Very difficult. There's not much uh, information on it. And when you do find information, it's like really conflicting. Yeah. There's actually like, if you read the comments, there's like more, like people are coming together, like coming forward with more of clues, which just, they all conflict each other. Obviously, Daisy, have, there's no official law, and that's probably why there's, there's conflictions. You can only sort of form an opinion, really. Did Chamber Senator reply at all? Can't see him on there. But yeah, it's it's definitely if you haven't watched it and you are interested in the lore of Day Z folks, um I'll share the uh links in um chat now for you so you can bookmark it. Um it is just a, a really well put together video. Um that just because it is quite diverse and you know, like one of the comments I saw there, um I love how the devs mentioned this bit in the monthly update but refused to confirm or deny the backstory. I wonder. I wonder what they actually have planned, or if they even have anything planned. I don't think they do, mate. Everything I've ever heard, um, you know, from conversations I've had, is they're very reluctant to put a back, a concrete backstory. They just want people to be able to 
you know, make their own. Um, you know, you, you, I don't know whether you, uh, I know you did because you referenced it in the video. Um, you mentioned um, the interview I did with Matt Lightfoot um, on the pad, on the yeah. podcast where we got quite a lot of information about what, you know, Dean in, initially envisaged um, for the game. But they've kind of moved, they're moving away from that a bit, um, you know, with the gas strikes and the artillery strikes from off the map and things like that. Um, I, I'm just, I'm fascinated to see where they go with the game now, mate. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just for gameplay purposes, the, the gas strikes and, uh, and stuff rather than, than law. They probably didn't even consider the law when they added it. But, I mean, I quite like, like the gas. I, 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 think, I, I think it's a good um, addition myself as well, yeah. Um, I'm still yet to be hit by like a, like a, like the random ones, the dynamic ones. Really? So I can imagine that's rather, rather annoying. Yeah. Um, or it, one, it's kind one... of, it's, it's kind of actually, um, um, it, it's, it's, I don't know whether fun's the right word, but when you hear it coming, like I'm, I've now gotten into the habit when I hear, if I, if I get to hear the artillery in the distance, I start looking up while I'm running through a town just looking up to see if there's a flare um, to try to get eyes. You know, obviously during the day it's harder to see them, um, but when you hear that artillery strike come in on you, oh my god, you shit, mate, you shit. Yeah, and it's making me like now. Um, I carry a gas mask with me everywhere. Um, I carry a blood bag with me as soon as I can get one, um, so that if worst case scenario I do get caught in it and I don't get out in time, I've got a cure on me or I've got the gas mask on at least. You know, to stop me from getting poisoned if I do get, uh, um, you know, well and truly stuck in there. So it's it's, cha- it's mixed up, maybe mixed up my gameplay a bit. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I've heard them land nearby, but but yeah, to have it land on me. But looking forward to it, I guess. And what do you think of the the what do you call it the static gas zones? Um, again, something different. You know, it gives you. Um, uh, basically an, an objective, um, you know, to go and round up all that um, gear uh, so that you can go in and search for, you know, a higher chance of the high-tier loot. Um, so I, I like that idea. Um, they're, they're my favourite addition, the static. The, the randoms, they're nice, uh, but they're kind of, eh, whatever. Um, I, I, would, I wouldn't miss them if they were gone. Uh, but the the static locations, I just don't like the locations on Livonia. Um, the the main one I don't like is uh, Radnin, uh, the big medical facility. Uh, when there's no hospitals with lots of um, medical spawns on the uh, map, that was the go-to place to get medical stuff. Um, and you know, there's a higher chance of NBC gear spawning at medical locations. Uh, you've only got what two or three fire stations across that entire map as well. Um, where you can, is another place with a high chance of it. So I think they would have been better off doing that southern military base um, and the northern military base myself personally. Uh, but, yeah. Hopefully the 1.19 Livonia changes might fix some of those issues. I'm no, really like excited to see what they do, mate. I am. What do you, what do you think of Livonia? Um, I quite enjoy it. I don't play it that much, but I've uh, run it when I do play it. I normally play hardcore servers. I feel like it's quite quite a good map for hardcore. Daily. Yeah. Did you um, watch the Running Man's video on um, his uh, opinions on Livonia? Was it recent? 
Yeah, it was um, probably okay. only about a month ago. Uh, maybe two months ago. I don't think I did. To be honest, I don't actually watch that much Daisy content. Yep. I can't. I play Daisy. I record yeah. Daisy. I edit Daisy. The last thing I want to do is watch more Daisy. I kind of have to, you know, for what I do. Um, keep up to date with what's going on and what's out there. And there's 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 so much of it at the moment. Yeah, you were talking about um, with streaming. Um, there's so many people streaming now. There's so many people making Daisy YouTube content as well, isn't there? There is, yeah. It's, it's nice to see. Now, even just looking on the um, uh, side of the sidebar here of the video I've got up of yours. Um, you know, we've got Vinium, Sabathi, um, Soursweet, Marks, um, Killbeans, uh, Freshborns, Gecko Fish, you know, just this anarchy. So many people who are absolutely killing it. That is just crazy. Especially the size of some of these channels, they're getting like crazy amount of views. One of the things that's weird, and I'd be interested um, to know if they cover this um, in the degree you're doing. I know it's more about esports than that, but it's funny how um, there's not many people who have managed to achieve what uh, Paul the Running Man has done, where he's massive on Twitch and he's also a massive Daisy content creator on YouTube. Uh, one of the names I saw down the bottom there, uh, Smoke. Now, Smoke is bigger than the Running Man on Twitch. Um, when Smoke streams, you know, he has 5,000 people watching him. Running Man usually has two to three, maybe 4K. Um, but the Running Man puts a video out, he gets over 100,000 views. Smoke puts a video out, he's lucky to get 30,000, 40,000 views. I have I have no idea. Um, from the look of Smoke's channels, they look a lot, a lot less unedited, although he does have some some edited ones. Okay, I'm wrong there. Um, he, he averages around about 60,000 views. Um, it seems on his channel. But no, I've always viewed Running Man as just an exception from everyone else because he's just so yeah. much bigger and yeah. like so so many levels above everybody else in terms of, especially on Twitch, it just gets an absurd amount of views. I, to be fair, I've never really sort of followed Smoke or watched any of his streams, so I'm not too uh, can really comment on that. But if he's getting five thousand views, then he's doing something right that's ridiculous oh when he when he streams mate he's um you know he's he's a very minimalist um doesn't have a lot of bells and whistles he's he's almost like the the antithesis of um what um uh, most twitch streamers are um you know for most twitch streams it's like playing a pokey machine there's bells and whistles and alerts going off and hype trains and all the rest of it and smoke's got pretty much all of that turned off and it's just him playing the game no overlay um, he plays quite, you know, hardcore himself, um, uh, just to, you know, be as immersive as possible. Um, and he just happens to be a complete and utter fucking beast when it comes to PvP. And I mean, I'm guessing that's it. He's got, that's his own sort of style. And yeah. he's doing well. Yep. Yep. I think he, um, started off playing PUBG, um, I think is his, uh, law, but we're not here to talk about smoke. We're here to talk about you, mate. I've got to get back onto you, don't I? What about yourself? Um, you, you say you play um, a lot of hardcore stuff. So you're more of a survivalist style player. Um, I still still PvP and raid even when I play the, the hardcore. I quite like my PvP. Yep. Um, at the moment, I'm playing on a vanilla server actually, which is my first time in a while. How are you finding um, it? I, I prefer, well, I've I hate combination locks. I've decided they're actually an awful feature. Um, 
because basically um I keep locking myself on my base. I um I forgot when when you use a code lock, you can open a gate from anywhere, right? You don't actually have to be able to see the lock, but yeah. when you use a combination lock, you have to see the lock which yeah. which actually limits where you can build quite a bit. And when I when I built my base I didn't realise this and I locked myself out. Admin had to come and fix it for me. The uh, server I play on, Daisy Down Under, they've created their own mod that's part of their mod pack. And it's a feature that I think they should add to vanilla Daisy. And it's um uh one of the issues I have with code locks is that you know um you see people when they get to their base and they pretty much just sprint tap the um, gate, the gate opens and they keep on sprinting and they run inside and they tap the gate again and it is shut behind them. So if someone is persistent and patient and sitting there waiting, you know, trying to get you, they've got to be a pretty fucking good shot to hit you if you're, when you're running at full tilt um, and they get, when you're trying to get into the base with the door open. What they've done um, is combo locks are the other extreme where, like you said, it's, you know, it's finicky. You've got to look at it. Then you've got to dial it and you're standing there and then the, the lock drops on the ground. You've got to pick the lock up. So if you're carrying, you know, you're double carrying, got no room in your inventory, you've got to go in, drop something, come back out, pick up the lock, close the gate. Yeah, it, it, you're, you're uber vulnerable. Um, what they've done on Daisy Down Under is the co the uh, combination locks you actually remember like um, code lock mod does but you have to still look at the door and hold the button down for the time that the combination lock takes to turn um, they've implemented up to a five digit lock on there as well uh, so you know there's a bit of that extra level of um, safety there but they're rarer um, but yeah so once you enter it once you don't need to um, enter it again it remembers but you still have to be a little bit vulnerable. So, you know, do a bit of a clearance, run around, make sure no one's camping your front right. door. Stand there, open the door. It opens the, the combo lock stays on the gate so it doesn't drop. Um, and when you close it, it automatically locks behind you. So I think they've reached a really good middle ground. And that feature in um, Daisy uh, Vanilla would be phenomenal, I think. Yeah, I think the com the, the locks could definitely use some some improvement. Yeah, that seems like quite a nice system. I've never actually got to play Daisy Down Under just because of ping. I don't want to play a server with like two hundred ping. Oh, mate, it'd be more um, for you from the UK. It'd be three hundred plus. Yeah, I can imagine. Sounds a bit unplayable. Oh, uh, look, mate, I I played the village for the experience. Um, but when you are a, and I'm not a PvP by any stretch of the imagination. Um. <laughs> But, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's not the greatest, um, you know, even just looting and you open a door and you've got to wait that half second to a second for the door to actually react to you tapping on it. It's quite frustrating. And you can't drive. Driving is just, no, you're a madman if yeah, you try to imagine. drive. Yeah. Even more doors has the best base building features. Even more doors. I don't need to check that one out. Um. Uh, they've got uh, Dumpgrass um, barricading mod, which is just fucking awesome. I don't know if you've had any experience with that one, Rav. Um, I've had experience with the Even More Doors mod. Yep. What was the other one you used? Dumpgrass um, barricade um, uh, fortifications mod. Uh, maybe. I'm, I don't really remember the name. Base fortification. That one. Uh, you'll have to link me. I'm not. I'm not too sure. Give me one sec. 
Oh, here, I think I found it. The one with the windows and... Yep. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've run into this one, it's quite nice. I like how you can barricade the windows. And he's got doors. <clears throat> yeah, the, the small doors. I don't know why they're not a part of Daisy. They should be. But then... I don't, I don't know if the devs want people to take over houses or build in the woods because, like, the default of, like, placement of where you can place walls is really bad for building in, uh, in buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of... Base, base building um, needs more love um, in DayZ. Um, I've said it many a time um, that, yeah, it's just... It's almost like it's a, the, the bare minimum um done to it um and you know the few times adams talk about it they don't really have anything planned for it either which is kind of disappointing because it's an integral part of a lot of people's um daisy experience yeah i mean it's the end game isn't it to get a base down yep yeah even i know people argue that it ruins the uh daisy experience and that's fine if it ruins it for you but for a lot of people it's a big part of the game yeah, and there's servers where you, if you don't like base building, there's servers with that turned off, which are quite good, um, in my opinion. But no, I think being able to barricade windows and being being able to build doors which actually fit, like slimmer doors, should yeah. should be in the game already. And maybe some more storage, like a like a little weapon rack, rather than like every time you go into a base on vanilla, it's just tons of like wooden crates, like just hundreds of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's just a bit. Bit strange but there's nothing craftable in the way of storage oh, yeah, other that's... than a crate that's the only item you can make I mean, it's weird not, not even a shelving system to stack crates on yeah even if it was just like like two little wall hooks that you could put one gun on yeah you make a few of those and decorate your base with them that'd be nice it just takes like a couple planks and there's been some really cool models made by people in mods. You know, you, you sometimes wonder why they don't um, uh, say, you know, well, can we buy this off you, um, um, you know, for X amount of thousands of dollars or whatever. I don't know if I can pick a number. I don't know what they're worth technically. Someone probably has an idea. But just to expand it a bit, you know, but we're, we're blessed on PC, but, you know, the, the console's a big money maker for them. You think that they would want to give them more. And you look at some of the other games coming out and some of the stuff you can craft in that, it's insane. Yeah, even if they had a system where they were buying people's mods, it would probably like up the quality of every mod because people yeah. want theirs to get get bought as well. So it probably just did good for the game. It's I mean, Daisy bring more features. The, I mean, I, I don't know how much money they want to spend on it, but yeah. I know with, with armor, in armor you can actually get item like you can buy DLCs. Yep. Um, which have items in. So you can use the items without having the DLC, but you get like a watermark. I mean, I'm not a fan of that. But if they can somehow include these items in DLCs, then Who knows? I, I don't know how you do that, but then they could sort of, if they don't want to spend the money, they could put on to the players. Yeah. Show, show console a bit of love. Um, and yeah, even just make Vanilla Daisy a bit better. Um, <laughs> now, you said you like... Um, a uh, bit of the PvP at the moment. What are your thoughts? Did you see the little discussion I was having with um, Dozing Chopper on uh, Twitter, um, responding to JLK's tweet? 
I did see. I didn't read it all. Yeah. Um, what What do you think about the state of vanilla PvP? Um, I mean, everyone's talking about like that. They're sort of one tapping people. Yeah. I always get one tapped every time I shoot someone. They seem to just tank my shot like it's nothing. So, I I, I don't know. I I like how because if you remember, you used to get shot. And when you went uncon, you'd be uncon for a really long time. Yeah, it was, it was, really, was kind of random, but we all had those times where it's like, you know, 20 minutes later and you, am I going to get up? Or am I bleeding out? Well, what's going on? You, you didn't know. And then it changed to just you were insta-killed. But yeah, so now a lot, of, uh, a lot of the time you can wake up before you've been full finished. Yeah. Um, which is quite nice. That's... I don't know. I think the main problem, rather than the armor, is is like people have been saying the the weapons are too common. Like these high power like Mosins are too common. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, even if you nobody actually plays, or not many people actually play vanilla vanilla like the official vanilla servers, and if you actually play play those, the weapons are kind of hard to find. So, I'm not I'm not too sure. I, I don't have a problem with the PvP myself at the moment. I say I don't, but I, I'm 100% admit that I'm not a pvp by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I used to do all right, uh, but of late, I, I'm just, I'm, I don't know, maybe fucking I'm getting Parkinson's or something, but I just can't PvP to save myself. But I still enjoy playing DayZ because there's more to the game than just running around and gunning. My take on it is basically that, you know, well, if you're aware that um, you could be one tap knocked um, within um, 200 metres, don't get yourself within 200 metres of where someone can shoot you from. And if you do, you've got to be aware that you're taking that risk. Now, if your style is run and gun, then there's a chance that someone's going to get a shot. You know, they made it seem like everyone's just one tapping them. I, if, if I one tapped knocked you, I would be literally screaming to the fucking sky um because you know, it, i maybe it's what my mouse settings for the for the pro gamers yeah but it probably is easier but it's not that easy for everyone i it, it's it's such a complicated thing as well you look at the dedicated pvp style games like you know PUBG and that they're constantly balancing they're constantly changing the weapons trying to find that perfect mix um i don't think it's that bad on daisy to be honest could it be better? Probably, yeah, but it's not that bad. The thing, the thing that I want to see in Daisy in terms of balancing is um like a like a like a location exclusive exclusive weapon. Like I'm pretty sure yes. the VSS and AS Val are exclusive to the toxic zones. Yep. But they're, they're not they're not that good of weapons. Like they're silent, right? But I mean, I wouldn't run it over over a Mosin. I wouldn't take a VSS over a Mosin, which you can get a Mosin a lot easier. Um, but if they had like like a high powered sniper rifle that will one tap, which you can only get from the gas zone, that mm-hmm. would make more sense in my opinion. Um, and, and, and then and maybe with, like, the, with the Mosin, um, yeah, like if if you're running and gunning, you're most likely going to have an AR. I'm going to guess uh, Rav. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. if you come up against a guy who with a Mosin, um, it's you know, it's pretty much like in the old uh, Call of Duty. Um, 
there's a chance that they're going to one tap you. And yes, there was the you know, the whole um, quick shot, um, quick scoping bug where it aim assisted and helped you, uh, you know, get that uh, shot a bit better. Uh, but if if he misses that one shot, he's dead. If he hits it, right. you're dead. You know? but yeah, but that that's a risk that he's choosing to take. You know, you look at someone like uh, Toprek. That guy is just fucking insane with his Mosin. Um, the the shit he pulls. I, I watched a clip of his just the other day where um, he was running along, and I, I replied um, uh, on Twitter or um, on the YouTube comment, and I said, I, I watched that video back about four or five times, and I could still barely see the person you saw. Uh, I, I've seen it. The one where he's like on the Starry Hill, and he, not on the Starry yeah, Hill, and but he's running along. Yeah, and he quick scopes the guy. That's yep. insane. Now, if that was me running with a Mosin out, I'm dead. That guy had an AR, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, and he's got 30 rounds, um, potentially 60 rounds or 75, um, 40, depending on the mag type he's got. He's got 40 rounds to keep on going. You've got that one shot. Um, and then you've got to start running, ducking and weaving. And, you know, if you've got play carrier on and with gear, with, you know, with me, I've got one shot because I'm usually that way down with loot um, that I've got no stamina. So it, it's 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 all in one shot risk, and if you fuck it, you're a dead man. That other guy will just destroy you with his AR. Um, so that's something they've got to try to keep in mind as well. That you know is, is when you're running and gunning as well. If you're running and gunning out in the open and you get knocked, well, that's part of the problem as well. You you got put down in a place where they can easily finish you again. You know your your play style is hampering you in that regard if you're constantly getting knocked and uh, one tapped maybe try to find actual cover um, as opposed to running around in the open and relying on being able to you know zig and zag your way out of bullets um, Archie was saying the VSS used to be the goat going back to your point about um, uh, the exclusive weapons I do miss the VSS um, with the armor piercing rounds you know if you had that thing loaded uh, with a 10 round mag with armor piercing and you could get you know two or three of those into the person they were gone they were gone now it's it's a shadow of itself isn't it yeah yeah for uh, for sure i remember back in point six two almost all of the good weapons were they weren't exclusive to locations but they were extremely rare yeah like you could could only find the UMP and the fat, and the UMP was good back then. You could only find the UMP and the uh, the SVD and foul at like very sort of certain specific locations. I think they were bugged to be fair because there was like this one shed on the map where you could only find a foul, but yep. stuff like that. In um, Pavlova. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, but there was that, you know, stuff there was like that, that barn for the uh, BSS up um uh, up the north there near um um Novaya Petrovka, is it? Yeah, yeah, and you could get you could get a UMP in a car by Svetlo and stuff like that. Yep. Um, I miss was, that. It was I miss nice. that. Yeah. I miss that. I do miss that. Those locations because it was a high risk. You know, there was, a, but you know, now with the uh, toxic zones, it would make sense to have. You know, yes, I think you've still got to have that sort of stuff um, potentially spawning on choppers, um, but I, I I agree. You know, most of the um, stuff in your uh, Northwest Airfield, Tizzy, and that should be reasonable, but you know the the it's kind of hard though because the Mosin is such an iconic weapon, Rav. Um, you know the the thing is, it's being used wrong, right? But like these snipers, you should be like up on a hill 
yeah. Snipe and I. They're not designed for people to run around and quick scope. And it's yep. because because these players are so good, right? They can do that. Like, yeah. Like, Amazon is good close quarters, like with a PU on. Uh, you can do some real damage with that. So, I mean, the only way I can see them fixing that is to add just a stupid amount of sway when you're not crouching. Or um, weapon drag. Um, you know, the, the, you, it, for those who've um, used firearms IRL, your big guns like a Mosin, it's not something you can easily swing around. It's It's got a right. bit of inertia behind it. Um, and that's one thing that Daisy doesn't do well is weapon inertia. Um, you know, you, again, you watch that clip of um, uh, Tope, and his reaction time is, oh, is he, is he on speed or something? You know, to, to have reaction times like that, it was just the most insane clip. I should probably try to find it if I can, just so people know what we're referring to. Um, I think it was on Twitter, wasn't it? Um, I don't know why I saw it. I think I saw it. No, no, I think it was on his YouTube, yeah. It was a um, one of the... Now, everyone's doing the little oh, shorts now. I've never, yeah, I found it. Yeah, I've never wrecked anyone before on this before. Okay, give me one sec. Just so you guys know what we're in about on about thirty-seven seconds. And. and... If I kill them with that shot, I'm gonna lap my tits off, I swear to god. Are you close to me? No, he did he That's that's a different guy. Oh wait, is it you? That's did you, I you, you? you just shot I killed him! Oh my god! Oh, oh he had a Mosin as well, so they both but you go back and uh, if I if I set the speed to That's insane. It is good, yeah. But a Mosin, you, you, you much... couldn't do that with a Mosin IRL. You, you'd have to hip fire. Right. But then that enters into the whole argument, which I was having with dozing about IRL versus, you know, what makes for good gameplay. They would, in, to balance, they'd have to change the entire, like, gun, gun gameplay rather than the values, in my opinion. Which then people just aren't gonna like. Like if you add a bunch of nausea, oh, is that what you called it? Say that again, sorry. Yeah. The what the weapon drag. If you add a bunch yeah. of that, then I don't know if people are gonna like it. No, they're not. It's about. Yeah. They're probably not gonna touch it just because they'll upset more people than who are already upset at the moment. Yeah, if that that was a headshot. He got the headshot. You know, that's a one in a million for. A one in a billion for me, one in a trillion, more like it actually. Um, but you know that should be an insta kill, um, a headshot with a Mosin like that, um, or should be most of the time. Um, you know uh, the famous Finnish sniper um, actually survived an exploding round to the head um, and went on to 
I think he died in 2002. I'm not sure. I watched something on him again today. Uh, but it's not always a uh, an insta kill. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, I, it's, it's, I feel it, like armor's pretty balanced. Yeah. Like the other day, I ran up to some someone laying on the floor. They had a helmet on. It wasn't even. It wasn't even like a. I think it was a Gorka helmet. Yep. And I shot them in the head with an AK at seventy four, and they they didn't even go uncon. Yeah, that's like one bullet to the head. That's, that's I don't bit, know. That's a bit ordinary. Most people are saying you get in one tap. Most uh, ballistic helmets aren't designed to withstand a direct impact from a, a round of that caliber. They're more designed to protect you from fragmentation and stuff like that. Um, you know, you, you're starting to talk about your your PUBG uh, tier three helmet, um, which IRL is a very very heavy um, piece of um, equipment. So, yeah, you know, it, it's it's almost unbearable to wear that thing. You wouldn't wear that long term. Um, so. Yeah, that's pretty ordinary that you one tell you shoot a guy in the head um at point blank with an AK AKM or an AK one oh one or AK seventy. It was a it was a baby, the baby seventy-four, yep. and he survived. Which it's, it's still, yeah, you know, that's it's almost a five five six round. At that range, that should be yeah. I think I think every headshot should kill, and if you have a helmet on, not knock out. Because if you can get a headshot, you should be rewarded for that, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I think the lower calibers, the the pistols and stuff like that, uh, maybe um, uh, an uncon. Um, the higher calibers, it's yeah, yeah. You know, someone's it, it's it's hard to get a headshot. Um, you know, Tote just did a um, you know, a, a, a basically a, a quick flick um, with that, um, and he got lucky, and the you know, round went onto his head. Um, but most of the time, you're probably just going to get a body shot. So the, the the times where you know, if you've actually uh, Dozy Chopper's uh, bane of his existence a camper, but if you've camped and you've sat there and not been detected and you scope in and you get someone in the head, you should be rewarded for it um, because you know, yes, it's not the hardest thing to snipe from a distance when you're laying there and someone's drinking at the well, uh, but you know you've still sat there all that time. Yeah. Um, Urcorpus is saying in chat, I noticed that a lot of uh, YouTube Daisy Elite don't even take a knee or prone for better recoil, and they make good shots with that COD quickscope stuff. Bring back Armour 2 Daisy mod. Well, in my opinion, like, I've always said you're better off moving. Like, if you're, if you're, if you're like, fighting someone, rather than crouching in the tree, you're, you're more hidden. If you do get spied, you're dead, right? Because you're not moving. Someone can line up a shot and shoot you. If you never stop moving in Daisy, you're less likely to get hit. Um, so, you, so you are just best off only ever stopping like while you're shooting, just to shoot. Yeah, even I've noticed that, and I I know the real tactics uh, from my time in the army. You know, you you are on your guts, you're crawling um, the majority of a firefight. Um, but in the gameplay, that doesn't work so well because you know with things like graphic settings and people can you know basically make the bushes just completely disappear. Um, you can't rely on camouflage. Um, concealment. You, you've got to rely on um, the main thing, you know, the old serpentine. Keep it running, keep it running. Yeah, you look at JLK's videos, his gameplay ones, you know, he, him and his guys do that. You know, they're, they're playing on the servers with um, um, stamina uh, removed pretty much. So they've got uh, the ability to just keep on zigging and zagging, but 
if you do drop to your guts, you're very vulnerable. I think that just has something to do with the grass as well. Like the grass isn't rendering past well, however many meters, and once yeah. there's no grass, you're sitting duck, aren't you? Yep. I think that it is around about the 200 meter mark as well, where the grass stops are rendering. So it's it's a risky, a risky thing to do to um, you know go prone. Um, if you're sniping, you know, if you're being Mr. Sneaky Peaky and that, for sure, it makes complete sense. Uh, but in in a firefight, if someone shoots at you, it's, yeah, it, it's almost suicide to do it. Yeah. So what have you got planned uh, with events in the future, mate? Um, you know, I've, I've had a bit of a chat with you um um, about maybe trying to work something out in the future, but what's your vision for what you want to do? So, I mean, I need to get a server and all that put together. But what I want to do is like, um, like an event every not 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 weekly. That's not going to happen. That just no. takes way too much time. But um, sort of every so often, maybe like every two weeks or once a month, just like a classic sort of survivor game style event, which there aren't. I mean, I haven't seen any of those for a while. No, um, there's some great, there's some great well events easy. being run, but there, there is, yeah. no one's really done the old classic Survivor games. Um, so yeah, just to sort of bring Prevail back and sort of do events every so often, but that'd be like very similar events. So that can be put together once really well and then just re-ran again and again, mm -hmm. rather than having to make, because what I used to do is just like a different event every week. And it, like You need planning, Sort the mods out, sort the loot tables out. Yep. Test it. Takes a lot of time. Whereas if I can get something perfect and just obviously change, change the zones, change slight stuff to make it different, but keep the the basics the same, it'd be a lot more easier. Because um, I, I the problem was just time management. I I miss the um the old Survivor games. I really do. I love the events that are being run. You know, Happy Bombs, um, True Colors, uh, Spaggy's Run Drive Retry. Queens of the Castle, um, yeah, even that Squid Games event that was done, that was just absolutely amazing. But you know, anyone who watches the podcast knows where my heart is. My heart is firmly in the OG Survivor games. They were just the best when you had the biggest names in the gaming community of DayZ all together in an event um, as buggy and broken as DayZ was back then in the mod um, and the st early standalone. It was just nothing like it. Did you ever watch them? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I um, I would. I don't know if it would be possible to get all the content creators back together for one. That'd be really good. Maybe if it was for like charity, because yeah. at Rust they did this thing. I we actually played in some of the Daisy guys, me and uh, Sour Sweet, actually played as the Daisy team in the Rust tournament. But they did it, and it was just for charity, um, and they raised like tens of thousands of pounds. Yeah. But all the content creators came together and played on this um. This like sort of quick rest mode they'd put together. But if we could do something similar in Daisy with all the content creators, like classic Survivor games, yeah, like that'd be really, really nice to see. I reckon if you reached out to Scotty about it, mate, you know, he'd probably um, uh, be open to hearing more about the idea and helping to promote it and that because he's always looking for things he can do um, to help promote the game and that with the limited budget he's got. Yeah, I mean, once I've got these. Uh, Obviously, I want to do some normal ones with just normal players, make sure it's running smoothly, and then maybe that's something I'll, uh, I'll talk to him about. 
See, I've always liked the idea of um, um, having uh, you know, your pro-ams as well, um, where you team up a content creator with a um, with an unknown, you know, so maybe someone who's not even um, a content creator, um, because yeah, you know, there, there's always um, you know, people who are oh, you know, I'd love to be able to take part in an event like that. So, you know, even if you are running them, you know, every other one is just one for anyone to enter, so they can all get to experience it themselves. Yeah, yeah, of course. You mentioned uh, Southweed, isn't he doing well at the moment, mate? Biggie <clears throat> um, Streams, I haven't spoken to him in a while. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know if he actually uploads anymore. Check, but he does well on, uh, on Twitch. Oh, he did upload, yeah, two weeks ago. Entered nearly 200,000. So he's doing well, yeah. Yep. I think he's focusing on Twitch from the, from the last I spoke to him. It's it's funny, um, the the meta for YouTube at the moment, mate. Um, yeah, everyone's um uh, having to do these. How we dominated a server? How we did this? Now someone with X amount of hours and all the rest of it. It's just it's quite funny, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, don't I don't want to say I pioneered that, but a year ago I did upload a how a five thousand hour pro dominated a Daisy server. <laughs> Um, no, that's just a matter, isn't it? Like, that's what gets the views, that's what people do. Have they talked about that in your degree at all? No, not really. They don't really talk about sort of search engine optimization or anything like that. It's more about, no, I missed, I've missed a lot of classes, so I'm not the best student. You what, sorry? I've missed a lot of classes. I'm not the best student, so I can tell ah. you everything they've, yep. they've spoke about. But um, no, I don't think there's been much on search engine optimization or anything like that. So it's more about the event side of things rather than the rather than growth and that sort of stuff. Yep. So and you're obviously um, looking at it with a mind for you know events you can do in day Z. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about maybe sort of trying to get some of the guys to help out. Because they're always um, looking for opportunities just to work on productions, some of the people on the course. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if I could have a, a crew who are, like, talented in that, that would be amazing. Yep. I know um, Pansy, um, who is a uh, well-known PUBG uh, um, shoutcaster. Um, she's also um, a fan of DayZ. Um, so keep her in mind if you're ever looking for someone. I'm not sure, you know, um, whether she'd want to be paid or not, but um, she knows the game, um, and she's a professional shoutcaster. Um, so yeah, I think if if I could put together some sort of creator event, having shoutcasters and all that would be like just just up the level of production. Yeah, to, to the best I can do that would be really really nice to see. It's just a hard and game it... to um uh from a viewer perspective, Daisy, um, with the lack of um. Uh, you know, like player names, and so there's some of that stuff there. But you know, you look at some of the other games. You're like, well, I watch um uh, the competitive PUBG scene event uh, events uh, because I just love the way they're done. Um, I don't like the company, uh, but I love the uh, to watch the events. And they the the stats that they can get are just amazing. Um, you know, in the middle of a live event, and they can tell you how much damage each person's done, and um, that's taking it to the whole next level. 
Yeah, I mean, you can get the names, and I think you can get the health, which might be enough. Um, the biggest problem I found when streaming the events was um, like the camera angles. You need yeah. a team of just cameramen that you yeah. can switch between. Yep, um, and they need to be proficient miss... with the use of it. Yeah, you miss most of the good stuff. To, yeah. to the very end where everyone's nearby. At the very start, you can just just miss a fight. Because it's a lot of responsibility to be a shoutcaster um, and have to control the camera for yourself as well. Because, um, yeah, you've got to know the admin tools and, you know, just watching um, uh, Amish and them uh, and Dr. Dreas doing the Queens of the Castle event. Um, and, yeah, it, it interrupts the flow of what they're doing when they're like, oh, what's happening? And then they've got to teleport and um, stuff like that. Yeah. It makes it harder, much harder for them. So if you could have a dedicated shoutcaster who's only commenting on what they can see on the screen and then a team yep. of people recording and then one guy just swap. Maybe the shoutcaster is switching between the scenes themselves because then they can look at what they want to look at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you could have like three, four people just solely spectating and then you, you can link it all up through OBS and have, have somebody control it and switch between scenes. Mm -hmm. And then that would work the best. It's just getting the team together. Would you have to do that like in a physical location or can that be done with people all around the world sharing their feeds? Um, it can be done done around the world. That'd be delay. Yeah. Like delay. I think maybe you'd you'd put a delay on a stream anyway, so it wouldn't be anything significant. Yeah, but the no, best, yeah, it can be done. best practice would be if you could have it all in one physical location, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah. How does enough of you boys in the UK, mate? I'm certain you'll be able to come up with something. True, true. Crazy how many content creators are British. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of you bloody pommy bastards. <laughs> pommy? You never heard that term before? No, I haven't. No, that's um, what us Aussies call you uh, Brits. Um, e English, it's a term for the English poms. I don't know. I'm surprised you've never heard that before. I don't know what we call Australians, just Aussies. Convicts. Convicts. <laughs> Back in the day, um, I actually started a um, um, a Daisy server, uh, and it was Aussie convict attack force. Uh, we were linked <laughs> with um, the Blue Waffle attack force guys, um, and yeah, it was a running joke because they used to always call us bloody convicts, and uh, but now we just call ourselves Aussie convicts. Sean, I'm not understanding what you mean in there, mate. Daisy needs to implement something unofficial, so when you die, it tells you, um, or you'll start everything you've done in the time you've been game playing. Like, uh, like statistics at the end of each life? That'd be quite cool. Yeah, statistics would be good if that's what you mean, mate. Um, I swear yeah. there is something like that, where you can see how many people you've killed on the main menu. Yeah, so um, amount of infected, killed, distance run... Um, I think is, yeah. Um, what was I going to say then? Um, I got derailed. Derailed my train of thought. Um, no, completely gone. Um, so what else have you got planned, mate? No, I'm just going to keep trying to get these videos out. Yep. I mean, the plan was every week, but I'm not going to make any guides until after 1.19 comes out. Yeah. So it'll just be every two weeks until that. What are your thoughts on 1.19? What do you think we're getting? 
God knows, but they're probably two guns, a sniper and a ghost. There's been that sniper tease in the picture. Yep. I don't know if the game really needs another sniper, but there we go. Um, and then what else did they tease? They teased, I don't know what this, that siren thing was, that was a bit strange. I keep hearing things about bunkers. That'd be really nice. That would be. I've, I've, I, I, I want more to be able to do, more to explore. Um, yeah, just, yeah, an underground area would be absolutely insane. Um, yeah, what have we got? Pretty much the um, uh, building up a tizzy, and that's about it. You know, a couple of small little caves um, in a few unknown locations. Um, I'm not going to say where they are. Go find them. There's enough videos out there telling you where they are. Um, a tunnel, um, and that's about it. You know, I'd love to um, see a sewer system underneath um, Cherno or Electro and uh, be able to, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool, actually, like a sewer system you can get around safely. Don't yep. bump into someone else in the sewers. That would, that's a nice idea. I'd, I'd, love um, one, I'd love one at Tizzy, um, all underneath Tizzy. You know, you go in um, through... Uh, the um, uh, underground area on the command building there, and you can go to different areas of the map and you know, some underground rooms you can search, and you've got to take a light. I love what Adam did with Namolsk, um, that once you go down, you know, that's it, you need a light source or NVGs. Yeah, yeah, they, they'd have to get that right. But if Adam did it, he, he works, still works at BI, doesn't he? So yep. He, you know, I mean, he knows how to do it. He's done it on his own map, so... Something they could bring to the actual game. And yes, uh, Corpus, you are correct, mate. Uh, he hates the term sniper. It's a scoped rifle. The guy with the rifle is the sniper. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, scoped do rifle. Dog tags would be good as well. Um, yeah, you could choose to keep them on you. Um, but again, that's starting to head more into a bit of a mill sim, which it, it, it's always been a big argument, hasn't it, Rav? You know, is DayZ a PvP game or a survival game? In my opinion, it's a survival game with PvP. Um, bringing dog tags into it, everyone having dog tags, would add more credence to people saying it's a mill sim. Yeah. I mean, there's, serv there's modded servers with dog tags, I think. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Their best bet is keeping a game as minimalistic as possible in that sort of stuff and let yeah. people sort of take their own take on it. Mm -hmm. If you want to have dog tags on, you can just play a modded server with dog tags on. Then people can customise the game as much as they want. So if they focus on just adding like core gameplay features rather than like sort of unique little extras. If if it can be added by a modder, they probably shouldn't waste their time on it, in my opinion. It's let's just focus on the map. Yeah, um, but you you see you're you're forgetting about console. That is true. I mean, I'm assuming that's why they still add weapons, right? Because there's, there's yeah. no need for PC to have weapons, only console players. Yeah, it was. it's a survival game built on a mil-sim engine, um, which is pretty amazing, even in its own right. Um, and that's why they went for the standalone, because they wanted it to do more than... I don't think they've got broken bones in um, armor, do they? Um... No, I don't think so. Mm. Maybe in Armour 2. Yeah. I think about Armour. Sure yeah, it was in Armour 2, um, but I don't think they had it in Armour. Oh, I don't know. Uh, don't quote me. 
Um, but yeah, bunker would be good, but they would just swim under the map and boom, they're in your base. Oh, geez, I remember the horrible swimmer fucking uh, craze we had in the early days of um, standalone. Do you the remember sharks. that, Rav? Yeah, the sharks. Yeah, the sharks. <laughs> All you could see was these little arms coming at you as they were swimming. I never learned how to do that. No, nah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. The only glitch I ever learned was the Apple glitch, um, and it depended on the server I was on. If I was on a PvP uh, focus server, I had no issue doing it. If I was on something like the village, no, I wouldn't do it. Um, and I knew that there was some... I never even learned how to get into the floor of the um, camo building. Oh, that was the simple... Well, like you can sit down with like an axe in your hand and it'll sit you like further back. You can yeah. do it to any building in the game. Yeah, you could just sit down and then like turn your character if you had an axe and you could get into like any wall. There you yeah, go. I never, knew, I never knew you needed an axe to do it. And they but couldn't, yeah, they couldn't could fix it. it, so they just turned off loot in that building. Yeah. Remember the loot explosions as well? Oh, I loved the loot explosions. <laughs> I miss... I, I I think that should be a dynamic event, a loot explosion. <laughs> I, as, as bad as they were, you know, because it showed just how broken the uh, central loot economy was, there was something awesome about going into a room and going, oh, my God, there's loot everywhere. I'll have this, I'll have this, I'll have this, I'll have this. Um, and the .57 patch where everything was on those guard houses, which were all around the coast. Yeah. So everyone would spawn, and within five minutes, they were geared like Johnny Have Rambo. Have a baby, AK. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's the beauty of DayZ, even with all its bugs and all the rest of it. You can still look back at those those things with a bit of fondness, can't you, Rav? Yeah, of course. And some of them are things that's... that you wish were still around, you know, like you were talking about, those unique locations for certain weapons. Yeah, I wish I do wish, or even just unique items like um, used to be. I mean, obviously it would have to change now, but you used to be able to only get the uh, you know the white gas mask. I don't yep. know what it's called. You could only get uh, that, that prison island, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. And that's cool because if you if you kill somebody with it, you're like, ah, oh, this item's really rare. Now now I've got it, sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, you know, like like the yellow king helmet I'm on Livonia is now. Uh, from what I've been told, yeah. it only spawns at that one castle. Um, yeah, that's right. I found two there when I went there the other day. So we've got two of them in our base now. But yeah. Um, what would you, what, what, what do you think they need to do the most for DayZ, Rev? Uh, base building improvements. Definitely base building improvements. I would personally really like to see bows and helicopters, but I can't. Yep. I don't expect that ever or anytime soon. Uh, base building improvements is a must for sure. But it's mm. just so like, there's so much you can do with it, and they haven't. Um, and to anyone who says really like that. that, you know, the, no, most people don't want that, I'm just going to tell you, go look at JLK's channel. Six million fucking views on a YouTube, on a DayZ video, and the majority of his content revolves around building his own base and raiding someone else's base. People love base building. People love base raiding. It's an integral part of the game. It might not be what you enjoy, but it, it needs it needs love. It needs a lot of love. I mean, they added all the base raid and stuff, so I can imagine adding some sort of something to counterbalance it. I hope so. I hope so, mate. I, I've got my fingers crossed for it. They've got some great inspiration out there with some of the mods being made. You know, there's so many different base 
building mods now. You know, you've got base building plus, Daisy expansion, dump grass fortification mods, um, the R22 up um, base fortifications um, or whatever it was modded that I was, sorry, dump grass is building fortifications. The one I um, did the other week was base fortifications with those. Have you seen that one with the huge walls and that? Looks yeah, like yeah, it's very, uh, oh, looks beautiful. Yeah, really, really immersive. Um, and he, he did add the torches to the top of it. So he's got a bit more bug fixing in that to do on it, but it just looks so promising. The the walls we've got, they're just so token, aren't they? Right. I can't I can't imagine seeing anything on the levels of like expansion, but more fortification like that fortification mod would be perfect. Yeah. And, and the walls. Then yeah. it's more realistic. So you could choose to build a standalone structure out in the middle of the woods, um, or you can lock down an existing structure. Yeah. Which is personally what I would probably go for, trying to lock down an existing structure. Easier. But then yeah. it would be nice to see uh, on this vanilla server, so a lot of people attempt to build standalone bases in the structure, and uh, standalone sort of bases in the woods. But we just drove, drove a truck up and we're in the base. Easier as that. Yep. Like there's no... There's no way for them to come with that. No. Drive a truck up next to the wall on a vanilla server and you can just jump over the vents as well. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. So yeah. if they could add some, some more like compound walls like that mod, that'd be nice to see. Because mm -hmm. there's something something special about having this like huge fortress in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Yeah, there is. And yeah, you know, you can there's the argument that, yeah, but you die and you just run back to your base and you're geared again. Yeah, but you, it takes a lot of work to build a base and keep it going. If your base gets too big, you become the target of everyone. And unless you've got a super dominant clan, which the server owner should re really be trying to manage, because you've got to make the game enjoyable for everyone and not allow that to happen in the first place. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's you become the target of everyone. So it's a lot of work um, to defend your base. Sure. I know the server we've been playing on uh, on recently, we've been trying to take over like an entire town. Yep. And the amount of like just campers we have just because we've sort of gotten too big, like we've taken over half this town now and there's just people outside our door all the time. And we're built in a Shikovka, you know, yep. the town in between, that little town that no one goes to, or I assume nobody went to it. And it's been packed full of people ever since we started building that. So you do become <laughs> a target. Yeah. Yeah, a corpus. So you know, that's it. You, it. Everyone gets to play the way they want. And yes, it can become an issue when you get a super dominant uh, faction or clan, and they've got all the best loot and you know no more of it spawning in. Um, but that just you've got to educate the uh, the community on the server you're on um, about you know sometimes taking an L is required to keep the adventure rolling. You know, you probably learned that by now, Rev. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah, you know, I took two L's today. I got killed by infected at a, um, a train crash. Um, and then I got told about a, um, a potential base I could go and get some stuff from. I went there. It had already been looted. So I thought, well, nails are really rare. And I'm in there um, hacking away at the walls to get the nails. And some guy crawled in and one tapped me. Well, not one tapped me, uh, two or three tapped me. But I didn't even hear him. I had someone talking to me at the time and I didn't even hear a footstep. Next thing I know, there's someone standing beside me and he just killed me without even saying boo. Um, but, you know, that's that's part of the adventure for me is, you know, it's, I'm playing a hardcore server where nails are very rare. So 
you know, I took a risk. I lost my car. I lost um, the second SKS we had. We've only had two SKSs. It's all gone. So, but, you know, I was salty at the time. Fuck me, I was salty. Um, but it's just pixels. End of the day, you know, I've, I've still got other guns and I'll get to find stuff and I'm going to be looking for you, you orange banded arm bastard. But it's all part of the parcel of the adventure, isn't it, Rev? Yeah, of course. And if you're making uh, if you're making videos, then uh, you can if you do die, take an L. You can sort of get a rivalry that way. Yeah. We've had these same people camping us every single time. It's called Kilo, and the other one's called Chicken Piss. Yep. And um, they just kept camping us and camping us and camping us. And we actually went started playing on another random server, and we ran into them and we wiped them and took all their stuff. And that was such a good feeling to know i mean the chances of that happening i don't know how we found them on the other server but mm. like the feeling knowing that i'd i'd now ruined their day and they've been like sort of tormenting us all week yeah it was, it was a good feeling you just got to be careful one one thing i will say is um base building slash faction servers can become very toxic very easily can't they rav yeah of course um people get way too competitive yeah um, you you raid them and they lose everything and they get salty and then the insults start flying and and then they start griefing each other and yeah it's 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 very um uh what's the word I'm looking for uh, no it's escaping me at the moment but it's it, it's something that you've got to be aware of when you go on those servers um, and yes I miss them as well do you miss stripper clips. I don't know what stripper clips are. Speed loaders? Oh, the speed loaders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know where they've gone. One day there was one for the Mosin as well. Yep, and the uh, Red Nine as well. One day the Red Nine will come back and we'll get the uh, speed loader. The Red Nine was a nice little weapon, especially it was. especially that little weird buttstock but, that you could put the pistol inside. Got the internal mag as well. Mm -hmm. nice. No need to. That that yeah, it was a great weapon for that. It was um, you know, basically another revolver, um, in essence, um, a weapon that you didn't need to find the mag to be able to have a decent amount of bullets in it. Yeah, I would always like. I still want to see the return of um, you know, like the police variant of the MP shotgun. Yep, the one with the two uh, nice. with the uh, foregrip uh, pistol grip. Yeah, the little smaller one, yeah. MP133, was it? I think I saw something about that the other day. Someone was talking about it and that we need that one back. Um, I want the trumpet back. I miss the trumpet. Yeah. I mean, it's, people aren't going to be very excited about that. That's the thing. Uh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, if you, do you even, Daisy, if you haven't killed someone with a trumpet? That is true. The nice thing about the trumpet is you could like fold it up as well. Yep. So like, but then... I don't think inventory management even matters that much anymore. Like, if you remember in the uh, the older version of the game, your inventory was a lot smaller. Yeah. And the fact that you could fold a trumpet up sort of made the difference sometimes. Yeah. And again, internal magazine. So you didn't need to worry about yeah. finding that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Pump action 22. <laughs> it was a cool little gun. It was. Yeah, it was. Um, you, you generally dropped it as soon as you found even a sharpened stick. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Joke, the joke was you do more damage throwing the trumpet at him. Um, but it was it was one of those um, badges of honor, you know, like with the old crossbow. Um, finally, I got a kill with the crossbow, and finally, I got a kill with the uh, improvised bow and arrow, and finally, I got a kill with the trumpet. I think the trumpet was probably the hardest one out of all of them to do it with, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, 
the bow was good. You could one shot somebody with that. But um, the trumpet, no, unless you got a headshot, you were, you were, you had no chance. Yep. And the, you know, if you if you weren't very familiar with it, having to remember to pump every time as well, um, you think you'd you'd get confused and think you were carrying a sporter or something like that. But yeah. Um, and yes, I do miss the good old days of camping Sniper Hill above Electro as well. Most right. people don't do that anymore. Well, there's something I've been talking about a bit with guests um, is the um, uh, the meta of DayZ, how it's changed over all these years. You know, back in the early days of standalone and even in the mod, it was all about you know, head up north, get gear, come back to the coast and battle it out for Electro or, you know, Blue Square or Triple Yellow in Cherno and... Um, you just really don't see those battles. Someone was saying uh, on console it's quite prevalent, uh, but PC, no. Yeah, people don't camp. I mean, I guess there's more to do now. Like, you can go go to the radioactive zone, you can go build a base, you can go to Tissy, whereas back then, once you hit Northwest, not much more to do apart from sit there and wait for other players or go back down. Yeah. Even that was quite, kind of fun back in the day, the old uh, Northwest airfield battles. Because it was pretty much I miss the old airfield. Two sides of the airfield, and yeah, had a lot so of fights back in the days on Pipsy there. I don't know if it's just nostalgia or if it was genuinely better than the old one, but I actually I still think it's better. The old airfield it was just way more open. You would see people. Yeah. You wouldn't dare run across the airstrip, but now like there's so much cover on the strip that get away with it. Now, I can't forget um, uh, Foxy's question. How does it feel coming from Rav on Daisy Village to where you are today? How does it feel? Yeah. Um, Back when you were a squeaker playing on the village to now. That's toxic squeaker. It glitched into <laughs> every building. Um, I don't know. I still feel PvP, I guess. But um, I'd say I'm a different sort of play i'm nowhere near as toxic as i was back then i was just i just run into the village and kill everything yep uh, not even i'd betray people as well i was i was a sick-minded child <laughs> um but no I, my play style's changed and uh it's very different it's crazy how it's the same person i guess in some sense what are That's your a thoughts difficult question. What are your thoughts oh, on um, uh, the future of DayZ? DayZ 2, is it going to be a mod for Armour 4, or are they just going to let it I mean, fall to ruin? There will be a mod, a DayZ mod for Armour 4, that. Yeah. That's guaranteed somebody will do that. Or maybe, maybe it won't be called DayZ, but something along the lines, same premise. But um, I, I could see a DayZ 2. It would make sense. My money, I've said this to many people, but I say it again in case you haven't heard me say it. My money is, um, uh, sorry, Zoo is saying in chat, as an ex-clan member of Rabs, I'm glad to see your success. Uh, but, yeah, my money is on BI, if they're smart, will do it as a official DLC for Armour 4. You think? That would, that would make sense. Financially, it makes sense to me. That's why I say that. But... You know, as we were discussing earlier, or maybe before the show, or sometimes I wonder if they like money. You know, why haven't they released any DLC, any more DLCs for DayZ? Um, you know, console crowd. They've got a lot of people playing it as part of their um, Xbox One Game Pass. 
Um, but if they release a DLC for, you know, 1995 or whatever, um, that's something they've got to buy to be able to play this new map and, and that has some new gear and things like that. You know, you were talking about how Armour uh, does their mods. Um, you know, that, you know, it's probably not the best. You mentioned it was like a watermark or something like that. Um, but I know um, uh, when I uh, dabbled in armor, there were certain things I couldn't buy from the trader or something like that because I didn't have that DLC. Yeah, because that's actually quite an interesting take if they release it as a DLC. I mean, it'd be sneaky because you'd have to buy armor for even if you had no interest playing it. But it would make the most sense from a development perspective. Yeah. And then they've sort of got all their team on the same game. Yep. Um, so it would make sense. So maybe what they release armor for in the next few years, in a couple more years down the line, you get get a DLC for it. But I, I don't think they'll let Daisy die. Daisy's their cash cow, their money maker. It's yeah, a cash exactly. cow. It's kids. Can't think. From what I, from what I heard, whether this is true or not, but you know the the, the Daisy mod um, kept the company afloat. Armor Two didn't do as well as they hoped it would, um, and then Dean released Daisy mod, and everyone started buying. Daisy and Operation Arrowhead, so they could play this fucking amazing game with, you know, the the guy from um, uh, MythBusters turned into a zombie on it. Yeah, I um, it would be nice to see, but hopefully they don't just let it die. I mean, something would replace it. There's a, there's a market for uh, for zombie games. There always will be. People seem to love zombies on, in, in media in general. There's always zombie movies and that. Yeah. It's a, it's a genre that just doesn't seem to want to die, does it? Which is quite fitting, considering it's about zombies. <laughs> yeah, and it's what is crazy is that Daisy's people say this game's going to kill Daisy. It's still yet to happen. Yeah, there's still yet to be another zombie game sort of overtake Daisy in popularity. My, I, I like to say the only thing that'll kill Daisy is Daisy. Um, right. You know, another game may come out, um, but Daisy, um, as much as there are a lot of people who fucking hate the game. Um, Daisy means it, it, it's a, a there's a lot of law and a lot of you know just vibe and uh, nostalgia is the word I was looking for. There's a lot of nostalgia around Daisy for a lot of people, right? Hence why we're seeing people Good. like you, you know, seventy thousand subscribers and um, JLK on six hundred thousand, I think he's on, and you know Paul on however many he's on. They're just People, people are growing. You know the amount of people who are still getting partnered playing DayZ on Twitch, mate. It's insane. It is crazy. JLK's video is nearly out a million views from two weeks ago. Mental. There's a lot of people just watching the game. I'd love to know how many people play on the consoles. I don't know if there's a way to see that. No, I've tried to find that as well, but it, it's quite hard to do uh, for some reason. Um, but yeah, I'm just sharing your socials again. There's something, there's a bug with um, the stream deck. Um, it just keeps it not working for the YouTube comments. I've got to sign back in again, and because I've got two factor authentication, it's a pain in the ass. Um, I can't, it's not something I can do easily. <clears throat> but yeah, mate, anything else you want to talk about? Is there anything, um, burning, burning issues for you? I can think of. No, not, not really. No? 
keep on killing it mate you're doing really well um yeah you and uh marks and um all the others who are doing these guide videos and you know obviously wobo's the uh benchmark but he goes into it at a level of detail that most people don't um where he gets right into the coding and you know the actual stats and that but um it's it, it's great seeing uh you know you getting over a hundred thousand two hundred thousand views on videos with you know all, how how you find that many tits but I, I swear every time i watch one of those videos like yours i i even with all the hours i've got in the game i learned something that i didn't know yeah i can't imagine there'll be any more sort of tip ones till for a while yep sort of exhausted my knowledge yep we shall see rav thank you so so much mate i wish you the best of luck um you're just you're doing well mate and um we'll definitely have to uh uh follow up on this survivor games um style event idea because i think there's a market for it still i do yeah it is a lot of nostalgia and if you can get the right people uh to come along i think it'd have you know look at the crowds they, they get watching uh queens of the castle um i'm yet to watch that I was a uh, way on holiday when when that was Oh, look, I, I know it's army streaming it and he gets a decent audience as it is but he still gets a decent audience when he's not playing he's just shout casting an event um you know the the views on the uh videos kill beans one if you haven't watched it is a great uh recap of the event from her team's perspective um but it's just you know even um happy bombs true colors whenever there's those events on they do well you know a really well run professional event um like i imagine you could do with the the stuff you're learning at university um i i firmly believe there's a market for it so you know we'll never know unless you try eh? yeah thank you keep on going mate keep on killing it mate thank you once again um and yeah like i said i wish you all the best and um uh, make sure you sub to his youtube channel as well folks and follow him on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> All the best, Rab. Thank you so much, mate. Thank you, man. All right, have a good one. You too. Cheers.